Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being here today. Have you ever thought about the things you do every day on a regular basis? Some of those things you don't even know you're doing. Those habits, those rituals, maybe they're not supporting you and helping move your life forward in a positive way. And maybe there's challenges with self-esteem as well. And we're going to talk about that today with somebody who does hypnotherapy, past life regressions, all types of energy type healing as well. And she's back on the program with us. Hanya Wilkos joins us. Hanya, welcome. How are you doing today? Hello. How is everybody doing? Well, well, yeah, we made it to a, another Friday and going to learn. I, I truly feel we're going to learn a lot today about rituals and it's almost like you're on autopilot many of us every single day we don't even think about what we're doing um am am i right in in describing that in terms of a ritual pretty much sometimes we're conscious about the ritual uh and uh by giving our power away when we do a certain ritual in the organization in uh, another person we ask for them and we never know who's answering the call who is really answering our call. And uh, that's another part of the ritual. Ritual when we make our coffee, when we get out of bed, where the way we treat children, the way we order them around instead of explaining them. And then we grow up with those um, programs created by our loving parents. And here's the fruit. You, me, everybody else. When you say answer the call, how do you mean? Uh, who is answering the call on the other side? Let's say uh, this might be a little bit a touchy subject, I am not going to say, uh, name any particular organization, religion. You pray. Do you know who's answering your prayer? Oh, okay. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. Another one is when you smudging your house. I love, uh, and I do incense in the house. I just, I love all kinds of different fragrance. But I do it because I like it, not because I want to smudge the house to get rid of bad spirits. The bad spirits are going to stay there no matter how many doors you're going to open and window to, you know, throw them out if uh, you believe they are there, first of all. Second of all, uh, they can hide or they can come back simply because your belief system, the way you think, uh, the fears are going to bring them back to you because that's what they feed off. So when you pray, when you do ritual, smudging, um, all kinds of rituals, there's so many different organizations, the smaller ones are called sect, the bigger one are called religion. Uh, they all have somebody answer their prayer. So my point is, who does answer your prayer, your ritual? Who are you giving your power away? When, when I go back and repeat myself from previous podcasts, the universe cannot exist without your soul. It simply would collapse on itself. That's how important our spirit is. Wow. So when you say that, we we need to be more mindful of where we put that energy out? We have to ask ourselves a question. Are we enough to ourselves? How many times? Look at the young girls now. Um, I honestly say I don't know how to apply makeup foundation on my face. I have no idea how to do it. It's caking up on me. I don't do it. But look at the young girl. They can make themselves to look like any of the celebrities they want with makeup. 
when they wash off their face, it's a completely different person. But it's a beautiful person. It's a beautiful young woman. Why does she not believe that her looks are enough? When we dress ourselves, we dress ourselves to impress somebody else or to impress ourselves and make ourselves feel better about ourselves. And why is that? Why do we lack that self-esteem? Because uh, we look at other people without knowing who they are, what their life is, what their struggle was. We see them, we see them on television. Uh, we see them in a, news, in a magazine. They're beautiful, polished. Uh, they have talent. And we don't think how did they got to get that talent, that voice or the acting. We don't see the work behind the finished product. Um, and we think that we want to be just like them, but we don't want to work. We don't want to uh, find out. We don't have that desire to find out how did you got that most amazing, best on the world, uh, unbeatable voice that you were trained since you were five years old and you're 38 now or 39, like that um, young man from uh, Kazakhstan, uh, Dimash. He's unbeatable. But five years old, he had no childhood. But he followed his dream as a child. That's his life. That's his love. That's his passion. We don't ask ourselves enough, am I enough? What is my passion? What is really making me feel empowered, happy, beautiful? We all beautiful, all of us, every single one of us. Look at the baby. Do you think baby says, oh, my belly is too big? My legs are chubby, um, you know, I pooped and it smells, so whatever. Oh, I, my, my soup came out and my clothes are dirty again. Right. Babies don't question. They just love everything about themselves until we program them. What they can, cannot do, that they are, uh, we should never say to the baby, you're a bad girl or bad boy to a child. We should say, I love you, but I don't like your action because that's what unconditional love is. We are not um, educated on love. When, when we say, well, I love you unconditional, but I hate this. And, no, you hate or you don't like an action, but you love your child unconditionally. You might not like the decision, but that does have nothing to do with the love you have for the child or for the person. Well, just... Otherwise, it's a superficial love, superficial feeling. So it's like when you love, uh, let's say, a performer, a singer, and, oh, you love them. And then you find out they, they did something very bad, very indecent, very, really, really bad. And then you stop loving them. You love the person, their talent. You might not like their actions. You might not like them, how they act in their free time, because they're still human beings. They still have the same fears as we do. The only difference is they were more expensive clothes excuse me, clothes, and they're on television or on the CD or radio. And do you think that what you do to help people, let's say hypnotherapy, you can go back and correct those things that, um, you know, those self-esteem issues that we have? Yes, absolutely. See, first of all, you have to, uh, in, in the hypnosis that I do, I give you your power back. You meet your own soul. You, you feel your own power, independence, your beauty. You, you feel all that. You are all that. That spark that it's inside of you, uh, that divinity is awakened. That's what you, you awaken into yourself. And when you see how powerful and beautiful you are, 
you start looking at your, let's say, this lifetime or past lifetime, whenever the problem uh, started, and you analyze all that, and there is no judgment. You don't judge yourself, and you don't judge those uh, beings, if there are entities being, or human soul, human soul. You don't judge them. You basically observe, you adjust your understanding, your consciousness expands, and with that, you become more free. Your self-esteem rises. You start feeling yourself being a powerful person instead of a victim, victim of circumstances, victim of do's and don'ts. You start thinking for yourself. And after hypnosis like that, when you have that experience, of course you can have more session if you like, but if you start working on yourself and start thinking and looking for answers, there are so many wonderful books, wonderful uh, recordings that you can reach out absolutely for free. All you have to do is just have to be willing. Each time we ask a question, the answer always comes. Always. The problem is we don't listen. We don't go into silence. And one of the yogas, which is meditation, is going into the silence. And you can, it doesn't mean that you have to sit in a certain position. It's just sit and observe your thoughts and ask yourself a question. Do I want those thoughts to become true in my life? Do I really want that? If not, change your thoughts because our thoughts create our reality. Just think of a thought. Think of a lemon. It's very popular. Think of a lemon. What happens when you think of a lemon? Now chew a lemon. Think you're chewing a lemon. You start building saliva in your mouth and you have a picture in your mind of that lemon and somebody if, if you if you felt enough and if you thought about it somebody's going to bring you something with lemon or lemon related because you're going to attract that lemon and that's how it comes with creation everybody is familiar pretty much everybody is familiar with the book the secret uh and not too many but also with the uh, movie made uh, what the bleep do we know down to the rabbit hole? It's, this one is about quantum physics. The other one is metaphysics, creation, law of attraction, and all that. You first, you word. You give a word. Even if you look in the Bible, it says the first was a word, right? And the God spoke and said, let there be light, and there was light. So the word, the word has a vibration. And you say the word, and then you think of the word. Whatever you're saying, you have a picture. And if you have enough emotion to put behind that picture and the word, then becomes the manifestation. So when we constantly say, I'm not worthy, I don't know how to do it, I'm clumsy, um, you know, I always make bad decisions and stuff like that, then that's what is going to happen. And I know that on my own um, example, in my own life, when I, you know, thought that all men are liars and cheaters and... Uh, and so I attracted liars and cheaters. Yeah, so yeah can I, we can we talk about that? <laughs> I, 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 I know exactly what you're saying. Um, because the things that I thought, uh, and I'm going back uh, over the last, say, 10 years, things that I would say to myself, and just, you know, just random thoughts about my life, my situation, what I thought it was, it really wasn't, but I was thinking it was, I truly feel I manifested things to happen, but not for the better. Cause I didn't know any, I didn't know the difference. 
And, I, and I think yes. I brought those things on. Yes, absolutely. And that's what it is. The things that you think about most of the time, and you care about that thought enough to put the energy behind it, which is your emotion. Emotion is that fuel for that car or whatever to go forward. So those thoughts that we constantly think about, like they say, bad things happen to people. The people's actions are going to be good, but their thoughts are going to be wrong. That's, you have an opinion. You either learned it at your home or you have learned it from the society. My mom and dad were not liars and cheaters. I had a very conservative parent. They were wonderful, and I love them. But we, I heard as a child that a man cheated on the wife, and they were very close friends of my parents. And child registers everything. We hear everything. And the thought was very strong to the point that I attracted men that lie and cheat. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. I did it. So you create something in your mind, and you keep repeating, oh, I'm going to fail with that. Of course you will, because you believe that you will. But the, the beauty of being a human is that we can always change our mind. We can change our mind at any point. And you can say, wait a second, that's an old, old belief system, old thought. In hypnosis, it's easier because you can see it, you can see the consequences of it, and we can remove it. So you're coming like a brand new newborn baby, but you have a brain that is expanding and you can build new and you can use more beautiful words about yourself. And if you don't have those uh, words in your mind, uh, let's say, like, I don't, my English is not, uh, you know, very good because I've learned English on my own. I didn't, I didn't have time to go to school. But there, now we have Siri. We can ask Siri to tell us, uh, give us a list of beautiful words, self-empowering or other words, and she will. I tested it. She does. And you can use those beautiful words. You can say, I am talented. I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I'm lovable. I love myself. Go to the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself, but say it really strongly. That's what Louise Hay was teaching. You're going to have tears in your eyes because you don't love yourself. I mean, you. We don't love ourselves. You have to practice. You have to fake it until you make it. We, we know sayings, right? Fake it until you make it. And people just, you know have a different picture about it. I say fake it until you make it that you're successful, uh, that you're a thin person. You can, your body follows your thoughts and opinion about yourself. Hormones might have something to do with that, whatever you eat. However, if you want a certain body, your body is going to start craving for the things that are going to be healthy for that body. You just have to observe your thoughts and ask yourself a question. Do you want that thought to become the truth for you? We have an intelligent body, very intelligent. It can heal itself, or it can kill yourself. Same thing. Our words, our thoughts, our feelings can either empower us, or they can kill us. Well, what's interesting, Hanya, is that, and it goes back to your point before, in that the we would never speak to somebody we care for and love the way we speak to ourselves, the way we treat ourselves. We just would never do it, right? Correct. Look how beautiful things we can do. Uh, look at art. Look what people can do with their hands. A beautiful clothes, handmade, knitted. My mother used to do that. I mean, we didn't have uh, clothes uh, from the store. First of all, there was not much when I was growing up under communism. So my mom was knitting the clothes from socks to everything. And uh, I have a couple pieces just because uh, 
that's my memory of her, and I love what she did. I didn't at, at that time. But we, can, we are capable of making a, such a delicious dinner, uh, making a beautiful clothes, creating a craft, uh, uh, cars, airplanes. Uh, we're capable of doing that. And then look at the other side. Also, we can make somebody feel so special. And then on the other side, we can just go and kill people. We can go and be mean to one another. We can tell them the words out of our own fear. We tell bully others. Bullies are people that are afraid of being discovered. The people that are not loved, they don't love themselves, and they haven't been loved. And we can go and kill because we think we're more important than others just because of the color of the skin or where they're from or because they have an accent we're going to criticize them but we don't realize there is no difference what we do to others because the words we speak the emotion that comes with it the picture that comes with it belongs to us this is our energy and it's going to manifest in our own life it doesn't matter that you wish somebody bad. It's going to happen to you. You keep wishing long enough to more people, more nations, and it's going to happen to you. That's the saying, chickens come back to the roost. What do you give out, you get back. Let's let's talk about that for just a moment. Um, because I've heard that before, that if you keep wishing negative things on somebody, it's going to come back to you. Yes. And- that's because that's an old knowledge. There's, whatever I'm saying, it's nothing new. My approach to uh, make my clients see how it is creating its life and what is happening uh, is different maybe because there's many different hypnosis and I can do many different hypnosis. This one uh, speaks to me the most because it's cleaning that uh, undesirable energy that it's in us, which I compared in the previous podcast as a garbage can. So this, that undesirable things, we want to know where they came from, and you want to remove them. And when you remove them, then you can implant those beautiful flowers. And your life is going to be different because you're going to be more conscious of how you create. And then, of course, I say these are extra things you can do for yourself by watching something or reading something. You know, somebody said to me not not too long ago, based on what we're talking about and how what you wish upon somebody else is potentially coming back to you. If you point your finger, mm-hmm. if you point your finger at somebody, what are you doing? Look at what's happening. For, uh, let's see, three fingers go back to you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I just did it to make sure that it's yeah three. Yeah, kind of kind of the same thing, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Mm. So where do we go from from here in terms of changing though that negativity, even the self esteem, even you know even rituals that might not support us? Uh, is it all come under the the category of of hypnotherapy to help? Yes, absolutely, because you have the uh, understanding of how it comes about. Uh, you know, something, let's say you prayer. I'm not saying that every single prayer is being answered by a demon or some entity, but let's say you pray. A mother is praying uh, for a child, healing of the child because it's in the critical, uh, you know, uh, uh, health. And it, it's begging. 
it's basically begging. Mother is becomes a beggar of the unknown. And the healing comes, but you don't know what was the transaction about. What do you have to give out in order for this to heal? And there's always a payback. Just like with law of cause and effect, what you give out, you get back. There is a payback. You don't see, but when you empowered, when you believe in yourself and you start speaking the word to your child, let's say sick child, you're strong, you're beautiful, your body is the most intelligent uh, creation of creator, you can heal yourself. I, and just use those powerful words. See that child in your mind waking up, smiling, um, being active, feeling better, eating. You just create those pictures in your mind. You connect it energetically with that child. And you can make that child see because our children on the energy level, which I'm talking about, the spirit, they can see the mother's spirit yelling or loving. So when you give that power back to yourself and you proclaim that power on your child, regardless the age or the grown person, it will act on it. And that's why rituals are uh, they are not... Very safe. Even a group meditation, if the, it, you're completely open for anything to enter. Or like people say, oh, well, and let it be. I want this and that and let it be. Which means you're giving uh, a permission for anything to enter and deliver what you want, but you have no idea what you're going to have to and how you're going to have to pay for it. You know, when you have a credit card, you have an interest rate, and you are aware that that's going to be your interest that you're going to pay if you don't pay it off in a certain time. So you're aware of the interest, but on the other side, you're not aware of how much percentage of usually your own energy is going to be taken. Or you made a contract with the dark side that you want to be famous, or you want to have this and that, and it's something big, and they give it to you, but they will take the most uh, uh, cherished person or think away from you. That could be a child, your parent, but they did deliver your wish. You are popular. You are a millionaire, billionaire, or the most uh, popular person on earth, or whatever that is. But you don't know the price you paid for it because you're not conscious. You have no self-esteem, something that comes from the self. That's why the rituals are trapped. How do you, and we're just about out of time, but this is so important. Uh, when you say you made a, you know, a deal with the dark side, um, briefly describe that. What we talked about uh, in the previous, I think, when I said that uh, some celebrities said that they made a deal uh, with uh, the dark side and they got everything. Bob Dylan, I think, was, yes, the interview is still on the okay. internet. Yes. And he, he said it, that, uh, you know, he made a deal and now he is afraid what's going to happen. My thing is, give me a call. We'll break the contract. <laughs> and you're going to be free. Your soul is going to be free. Um, Beyonce talks about Sasha entering her body. And she does all kinds of things. And if you watch her um, videos, the music vid videos, and you really observe, you can see the entity, whoever the Sasha is. Uh, she doesn't know who Sasha is, but it does. you can see it on her face. The entity, I can see it on her face, the entity. Many people can see. 
you can see people on television, and uh, I can look at them, and I'm going to tell you what's attached to that person. Can you really do that? Can you pick up on that based on the energy? Uh huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You can too. Well, you're more in tune than most of us <laughs> in that way. All, all you have to do is just ask the question and practice asking the question and be in silence and see what's what's coming. And being open and also blocking out all the other stuff around you to 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 receive the answer. Um, that that's that's within because we as we've said and I, I firmly believe that everything all the answers are within us. We just need to be able to hear them, uh, but sometimes we don't because other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes get in the way. Uh, Hanya, if if somebody wants to make that change through hypnotherapy or other healing that you can help them with, uh, how do they find you? Find you? What's your website? Uh, hwilkos.com. Uh, also, my phone number, 312-953-8866. I am on Facebook, but my pages are, are still under construction, I think. So um, the phone call is good, and eventually... You know, the website, if it's not under construction, it's on and off because I keep adding and removing things. Gotcha. Yeah. Everything we're talking about today is so important in in moving our lives forward. And we all deal with self-esteem issues. I don't care who says, (laughs) somebody says, I don't have any problems with that. Yeah, you do. You really do. We all do. And it's just from conditioning and maybe also the the rituals that uh, we deal with as well. Uh, Interesting talk today and very relatable hanya and uh thank you very much for being here i appreciate it thank you oh thank you we'll be right back broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network when i was little i didn't talk for a long time i liked things to always be the same Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.